Yeah, I'd like a hot dog all the way, please. Coming up. Here you go. Thank you. Ew. What, what is this? That's a corn-based hot dog flavored tube shape thing. It's, uh, it's almost good. That'll be $4.50. You know what? No thanks. If almost good enough isn't good enough for you, why would it be good enough for your pet? Add kennel kelp to your furry friend's diet. Sprinkled on your pet's food, kennel kelp helps with arthritis pain and stiff joints. It can also reduce shedding, fill in missing areas, and improve their looks. Healthy pets show even more energy and have better attitudes. See results in four to eight weeks. The good news is, kennel kelp isn't just for pets. It's good for you, too. Sprinkle it on your cereal or use it instead of table salt when seasoning your food. Kennel kelp is the holistic care solution for pets and their people. Safe for dogs, cats, birds, cows, chickens, reptiles, almost anything that walks, flies, or slithers. It's a holistic health solution for humans, too. To learn about their many products, visit kennelkelp.com. Get kennel kelp for a happier, healthier life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the BHL Scandal Kelp Holistic Healing Hour with your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bill. Welcome, one and all. We are here daily. Welcome, invited audience, ubiquitous audience, one and all. We are going exponentially with your help by paying you for it. Many of you are, and we are growing accordingly. We thank you for that. Most of which is reflective of the many provocative guests that I've been blessed to have in the studio. I just finished doing a prelude show, outlining my upcoming guests for this week. Now that it is the week of commencing Sunday, October fifteenth. So in this episode, be about thirty minutes, and I want to. Revisit after the ten-second break. One of my endeavors here at the three podcast shows that I do daily. This one here today, the Holistic Healing Hour. I often do my form of storytelling, if you will. So I want to have some fun along with you. Hopefully, perceived as such after the break when I come back and talk about a fiction. Example of community, healthy community, good health and wellness. And it's going to be about the fictional characters of Lily and Mr. Johnson. And we're going to call it a chance meeting that helps spread the saga of good health and wellness. I'll be right back in ten seconds to start that story for you. Always food for the mind, the body, and the soul. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, and thanks for doing so. So, those of you that do follow the show with some degree of frequency, thank you. Here daily, and one of my recent shows. Talked about a blog that I wrote to coincide with that particular episode, encompassing good health and wellness and healthy community. Always talking about community, and came up with this idea for an example here, 
with. I ask my friends and my very astute audience to interject whom and where you may feel as though the vibration of my story that I made up here, commencing with Lily, was a young woman who was passionate about good health and wellness. She had always loved to be active and eat healthy, but it wasn't until she was in her early twenties that she realized she wanted to make helping others achieve good health her life's work. One day, Lily was walking home from the grocery store when she saw an elderly man sitting on a bench. He looked lost and confused. As Lily stopped to ask him if he was okay, the man, whose name was Mr. Johnson, explained that he had recently moved to the neighborhood and was trying to find his way to the park. Lily was happy to help, and she and Mr. Johnson walked together to the park. On the way, in idle conversation, Lily and Mr. Johnson chatted about their lives. Lily told Mr. Johnson about her passion for good health and wellness, and Mr. Johnson, in turn, told Lily about his lifelong struggle with chronic health conditions. Lily was inspired by Mr. Johnson's determination to live a healthy life, and she was eager to share her knowledge and expertise with him. Over the next few years, Lily and Mr. Johnson met regularly at the park to walk and talk about health and wellness. Lily taught Mr. Johnson about the importance of eating. A healthy diet and getting regular exercise. She also helped him to develop a plan for managing his chronic health conditions. Thanks to Lily's help, Mr. Johnson's health began to improve dramatically. He lost weight, his blood pressure and cholesterol levels went down. And he had more energy than he had in years. <coughs> Pardon me. Mr. Johnson was so grateful for Lily for helping him to improve his health, and he encouraged her to share her knowledge with others in the community. Lily took Mr. Johnson's advice to heart, and she began to offer free health and wellness workshops. At the local community center, her workshops were a huge success, and she quickly gained a reputation as a knowledgeable and inspiring speaker. Within a few months, Lily's health and wellness movement had spread throughout the community. People of all ages were attending her workshops and learning how to improve their health. Lily was thrilled to see her dream of 
of making a difference in the world coming true. One day, Lily was walking through the park when she saw Mr. Johnson sitting on the same bench where they had first met. She stopped to say hello, and Mr. Johnson thanked her again for helping him to improve his health. I'm so proud of you, Lily," Mr. Johnson said. "You've made a real difference in this community." Lily smiled. "Thank you, Mr. Johnson," she said in reply. "I couldn't have done it without you." Lily and Mr. Johnson, a chance meeting, sparked a movement that spread the saga of good health and wellness throughout their community. Their story is a reminder. That even the smallest act of kindness, acts plural, of kindness, can have a big impact on the world. Let's take another ten-second break, and as we do, I'm going to ask you to please resonate. And those that followed the show, interject who, where, and how. But as it plays, to always food for the mind, the body, and the soul. We'll be right back. Okay, thanks for being back and coming back. That was fiction, in a fictional display of characters too. Randomly picked by name, names plural, in some sort of a scenario of a chance meeting, and how it ultimately led to the spread of health, wealth, information, knowledge between two people. One having been the recipient of good advice to abate. Chronic issues throughout his life. So now I want to take that fiction and have fiction versus truth, but have a proverbial coin that you flip in the air, and depending on whose eyes and ears see heads or tails, if you will. About gaslighting, particularly government gaslighting. So you can pick many random examples, and there's much documentation about the year 2020 in many arenas. Most assuredly, health because of COVID, schmovid. So, obviously, during that tenuous three, four years, the COVID nineteen pandemic was under control, and there was no need to have widespread mask wearing. Or lockdowns, 
Remember our setup, proverbial coin, fiction against reality. You're flipping the coin. You're calling heads or tails. You're slant on. What's really a fact <laughs> is indeed that the COVID-19 pandemic was a serious public health crisis, for sure, caused millions of deaths worldwide that extrapolated into many families, including my own. So administrations, if you will, subsequent years, existing years, whichever coin. We're flipping in the air, calling heads or tails, and which set of eyes, including Laura Mars, calls the proverbial coin flip. So, another example, 2021, the Russian government denied any involvement in the poisoning. Of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Fact, depending on which proverbial coin you're flipping in the air, and you're calling heads or tails in whatever eyes that you may have, be them the eyes of War of Mars and/or Big Brother in the Holding Company. The fact, again. <laughs> Navalny was poisoned with a nerve agent that is only produced and used by the Russian government, and there is no credible evidence to suggest that anyone else could have been responsible for his poisoning. One more time, depending on the proverbial coin that you're flipping in the air, and you're calling heads or tails, to whichever way you perceive fiction. Versus fact. In the opening, the story was fiction with two fictitious characters. So again, fact versus fiction. Another example in 2022, the Chinese government claimed that the Uyghur. Genocide was a hoax. Again, whichever proverbial coin you're flipping in the air, and you're calling heads or tails through your eyes of Laura Mars, if whatever, the fact is there's overwhelming evidence that the Chinese government is committing genocide against the Uyghur people, including mass detention, forced labor, and torture. One more time, depending on whichever proverbial coin that we're using here, and you're calling it heads or tails, whichever way you see the side of that coin. So media gaslighting. Many of the networks, including whatever one you're watching, repeatedly claimed that the 2020 presidential election was stolen. Whatever proverbial side of the coin again that you're flipping, heads or tails, 
in however you perceive it or what have you. The fact is, to this juncture, there's no proven verdict in our so-called courts and legislative bodies. In dozens of lawsuits challenging the elections, dismissed, including the Supreme Court. Also, for those of you that follow the show and those of you that don't, I never talk about the Pink Arena for these reasons. I feel it's necessitated to do so now. So another example of media gaslighting again, whichever. You're flipping heads or tails. Your side of the eyes of Laura Mars, whichever side of the coin you're choosing to call or see. Social media has allowed the spread of misinformation about COVID-19 and other topics. Facebook got caught red-handed. That would be a fact that has a responsibility to combat the spread of misinformation on its platform. However, the company has not done enough to stop the spread of false information about COVID-19 and other important topics. Depending on which side of the coin that you're flipping, in this example of fact versus fiction, what is fact? What is fiction? Remember the story I outlined for you is most assuredly fiction. I authored it with two fictitious characters. <clears throat> Here's another example: fact versus fiction, depending on whichever coin you're flipping in the air, and what you're calling heads or tails, and however you see the coin, which is real and does have two sides of. Don't you think? So some news outlets. Have downplayed the severity of the climate crisis in the eyes of whoever's beholders on the side of the coin, whichever way whomever takes whatever about climate crisis. You see, the fact is the climate crisis, you know, is real and urgent threat to the planet overall, long term, for sure. Toxicity, poison, whatever—the overwhelming consensus. Of some scientists, and obviously, whatever coin you're flipping, <laughs> there's heads and tails between the subset of whatever scientists or scientists are saying that human activity is causing the Earth's climate to change at an unprecedented rate. Again, whichever proverbial coin, heads or tails, that you're flipping. Whatever you're calling, however you perceive it, through your set of the eyes of Warren Mars and/or Big Brother and the Holding Company. There's just a few examples of government and media gaslighting. It's important to be aware of these tactics and to be critical of the information that you consume, depending on which coin that you're flipping, what side you're calling, <laughs> the eyes of Warren Mars. So, how to separate fact from fiction in pretty much any arena? Basically speaking, of course, consider the source. Is the information coming from a reputable source? Look for sources that are known 
for their accuracy and impartiality. Look for evidence. That's always kind of key, don't you think? <laughs> and does the information support by evidence? Be wary of claims that are made without any evidence or that are based on personal anecdotes. Whichever coin you're flipping, heads or tails, whichever side of the coin fits your agenda. Okay, that's a word now. For sure, always has been. Isaac Walmers, big brother in the holding company. You understand the paradigm here, right? It's flipping a coin. It's also important to be aware of your own biases. Well, have biases, don't you think? Especially humans, and they can influence how we perceive information for many decades. By being brainwashed, try to be mindful of your own biases and to be open to information that challenges your beliefs. By following these simple tips, you can better protect yourself from gaslighting in any arena and other forms of manipulation. Be them in your relationships, your life, or your community. Be back and close out today's episode after this 10-second break.